Welcome back. Another episode of Ask a Black Guy. Ask a Black Guy, and we're back. Episode 17. Episode 17. Wow, man. 1,500 listeners and counting. Wow, we're getting up there. By the time this airs, we'll probably have close to 2,000, if not more. You got to get on Ask a Black Guy. What is it? You know, the show. Ask a Black Guy. The thoughts that everybody have, but nobody has the balls to say. That's it's true. That's our slogan. These are the thoughts that everybody think about, but nobody has the balls to say. Except for slim and smooth. We don't give a fuck. We talk about it all. Now, it's easy sitting here in this shitty basement. Oh, we're back in the dungeon basement. <laughs> doon, 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 doon. Battling a cricket. Every now and then, a cricket will start trapping. There was a raccoon that got in one time. I seen raccoon shit back there. And we're like, oh, I need to get out of this basement. Because black people die in basements in a scary movie. We die first in all the horror movies. No, that's true. So I was like, I need to get the fuck out of the basement. And I was the only one there. (laughs) Yeah, so. Dude, can you tell a story? Mm -hmm. And this is on camera, by the way. This was captured on a surveillance camera. Oh, my my raccoon story? Yes. Oh. (laughs) So, if you don't know, I do not like raccoons. Uh, I was in Jersey for like two years, and his raccoons were rampant, and they used to be in this campground, right? And they would go into people's camps, pull out their book bags, unzip their book bags, open it, go in, grab food, and leave. They, they opened their bags, not with their mouths. They took their fucking hands, they got a and opened it, and took their food. Yeah, it was crazy. Hmm? So one day I was, creepy. I was getting off of uh, I was walking up to a trash can, not paying attention, and I was drinking coffee and I uh, walked up to the trash can, drank some coffee, and then I dropped the coffee into a fucking trash can and I looked down, there was a big ass fucking raccoon in there and it scared the dog shit out of me. Needless to say, I jumped back about, you know, two and a half cities to get the fuck out of the way that got to the raccoon attack, but it never came out the can and it scared the shit out of me. I have a video, but, but I'm thinking about putting it on the website. You should. You think I should? Well, yeah, maybe. I can, I can put it up. I can put it up. We'll think about it. It's the video is epic because you see your face. I'm, oh. I mean, you're a 330 pound man. Well, yeah. Three or five now, by the way. Well, um, I'm dropping close. some weight. I'm dropping some. Um, to. But your ass, it jumps back yeah. about four feet from that trash can as as fast as I've ever seen you move. It's huge. It's a huge <laughs> fucking raccoon. I'm telling you, this size, this raccoon was the size of a fucking Great Dane. It was the size of a small child. Like it was a, it was a, it was a person just waiting for me. Like it was just ready to go. That's like I was about to get robbed. It was a big fucking raccoon. I'm telling you, man. I just don't know how somebody ended up actually looking at the surveillance camera. Because I, I told it. him. Oh, you told him. I was like, that. yo, you could, you could probably see that shit on the camera. Yeah. And somebody looked it up and somebody narrated it. And that was like, oh, <laughs> they made it more funny. It was funny. Ironically, <laughs> you say you hate raccoons, but you're drinking out of a coffee mug covered in raccoons. So a friend what of mine. That? Gave me this coffee cup. They know I collect coffee cups and they know I hate raccoons. <laughs> so they actually gave it to me. And this happens to be one of my favorite 
coffee mug. This is probably my favorite coffee mug now. Who who gave it to you? Um, you don't want to say? An uh, ex-co-worker. Initials uh, KJB. Okay. Uh, so, was that? And now it's actually my favorite coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a, it was a spike gift. And when they, when she gave it to me, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to use this. I'm going to send it back. And she was like, Well, I'm going to leave it. I'm like, Don't you fucking leave it because I'm not going to use it. And she's like, No, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to hide it, and you're going to find it in your place. Like a month from now, I say, if you leave it, I'm going to take a shit in it. I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to mail it back to you. That's horrible. Months later. I hated raccoons. But now it's actually my favorite. Now it's interesting. If I gave you that coffee cup, you would have called me a racist asshole. Well, you probably had a different (laughs) meaning behind it. You racist asshole. No, you're not racist. I don't want to say that. That's not even funny. I don't even want to start that shit. But uh, but yeah, I, I would have had words for you all fucking day long. So, oh, another thing. So the other night while I was just uh, philandering through my life, I got an email at like three o'clock in the morning and Slim mom wrote in an huh. email. Not only did she write in the email, guess what she did? She found uh, old pictures of Slim's modeling career when he was a fucking child model so i have them and i'm literally about to upload them to the uh instagram now hold Facebook up page. don't just right now don't just fire that off no no, no these are getting fired she, she sent me like six pictures i'm sharing it with the audience no why not hold off why? maybe when we get closer to this episode actually releasing because we're like five six episodes up right now well, they'll be out. Yeah, but there was no context to it. Well, we talked about your, your modeling career before. We'll wait. Just wait, wait. It, wait it out. Or should we just like release a new modeling picture every month? <laughs> Maybe we should do a slim modeling uh, a catalog. Uh, cal- calendar. What I want to do is recreate the photos yes. with me as an adult. Well, with the same clothes on it, yeah, it costs a lot of money to get made. I don't know where I get those crazy ass clothes. We can get we can get somebody to make them. It would be funny. No, we could do a "Where are they now?" calendar. You know, where is Slim now? Yeah. Well, I'm back at the same place, doing the same shit. Yesterday it was here and gone away. You were in like the coffee's good today, right? Coffee, fuck you. So <laughs> I made a shitty cup of coffee yesterday and I called myself no. one and I said, ah, I fucked this coffee up and I made it too weak. And this cocksucker comes in today. Look, can I get a shot of making the coffee today? Of course you can, Slim. This is no competition. He goes, well, I'm going to make a better cup of coffee than you. This is the competition. First of all, you use a completely different brand of coffee that I use and you waited till I made the shittiest cup of coffee of the year to try to challenge me. <clears throat> Go fuck yourself. I win the competition. It was this a is a good cup of coffee. He made a good cup of coffee today. Superior but cup of coffee. How many shows we started off with good coffee? It was like six. I think I beat those too, though. That's the thing. No, you did not. I did. Go sit on a fucking rubber 
something. Nah, whatever. I'm not gonna argue. I with mean, you. you can't argue with me. You, you know it's a better cup of coffee. <clears throat> you did a good job today. Thank Your you. coffee today is better than my worst coffee that I made yesterday. So if you want to plant your flag on that argument, your cup of coffee is better than the worst cup of coffee I've ever made. Hoop the fucking do. Got no problem. I'll go toe to toe with you on your best cup of coffee. That's where you lose. Hmm. Ear to ear. You got me beat. Toe to toe. You don't stand a chance. Hmm. See what I did there? I made an air joke. I had an air joke. I got it. I saw right where it goes. Hmm. I like that. Mm. You got to get some new material, bro. Mm. <laughs> I like it. All right, man. Dude. Fuck. I'm not a morning person. I know. Everyone knows. All right. You can stop your bitching about it. I'm not a morning just, person, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get this shit done. We do. You know? Time to make the donuts. Remember the old Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Time to make the donuts. No. But... Speaking of old commercials, I had a buddy yesterday who was just on a, a Kool-Aid guy kick. I was, he was just sending, sending uh, memes of the Kool-Aid guy for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and everyone was funnier than this. So then I went down this rabbit hole of the Kool-Aid guy and looking up all these old commercials. Uh, Dude, it's the most ridiculous marketing campaign I've ever seen. Big picture Kool-Aid. <laughs> big picture Kool-Aid. Just bursting through your fucking door or right through your wall. That's how thirst is. And just shouting, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the memes? I'd have to bring them up. You got to post them online because I, I remember the Family Guy episode. Well, there's a ton of Family Guy episodes. Go on YouTube mm-hmm. and there's a whole compilation of the Kool Aid guy. Oh, on family. That. That's like the chi- when he was fighting the chicken, when Peter yeah, was fighting chicken. It's the same thing. So it was uh, one episode I remember. Peter was in court and he was in trouble. And the judge was like, We find you guilty. And everybody was like, Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. And Kool Aid got busted the wall. Oh yeah. Everybody looks at him. He's like, Oh. And he backs out real slow, like all awkwardly, like, Ah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Dude, what is with that? It was it's a comedy, genius man. marketing campaign. Yo. You know who's got the best? Marketing campaign I've ever seen in my life. Did we talk about this? Yeah, Geico. You already said yeah, it. we talked about this. Yeah. Geico. Oh, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, shouts out to Geico Marketing. They just... Sperm, whoever they are. That reminded me of the Kool-Aid guy. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Speaking Go of marketing... in time and take a trip down uh, some old advertisements for Kool-Aid. It's worth the YouTube dive. Yo, speaking of marketing and advertising, stateside liquors. Oh, our you new guys, sponsor. Our new sponsor, Stateside Liquors. You guys have to go to statesidelickers.com and buy this vodka. It mm. is the smoothest vodka. Vodka.com. Statesidevodka.com. Excuse me. Statesidevodka.com. You have to go there and buy this vodka. It is the smoothest vodka you'll ever taste, hands down. When you get online, enter the promo code AABG10 to get 10% off. And they'll deliver it to your house if you if you live in the Philadelphia area. Um, and I think a couple places outside, but they'll tell yeah. you on the website. Or you can go and literally pick it up. It's in Kensington, um, seventeen hundred. What's the address? Seventeen hundred North Hancock, North Hancock Street, Old Kensington. 
It's a nice place, man. They got a full bar for restaurants. So when we're at past COVID-19, you guys can go in and get some of their funny drinks and get some food. Like they're they look they're pretty legit. So I had a a lot of it last night. Mm-hmm. You know, they give us some sample bottles so mm-hmm. that we could talk to it intelligently. Oh yeah. And uh yeah, we don't I we don't, quite a bit. We don't promote anything we don't try. So when we start doing uh like the um sex toys, some will give you a whole uh oh. review on all of it. Yep. <laughs> Dildos and everything. He'll he'll tell you cuz <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't try it. We don't um we don't promote it. We like we we've walked away from some sponsors and we we're just started. Um we're just starting and uh I mean we're not not to say that we're like um you know bigger than our britches but we if we if I can't confidently tell the listeners you know the product is good then I can't do it. Like I won't lie. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you guys are family. Like it's like me sending my mom to a shitty mechanic. I can't do that. Yeah, of course. You know? Got to establish like, trust down the road. That's my fault. No. So if we don't try it, we don't fuck with it. If we don't like it, we don't fuck with it. So not only try it, we try it. We give you our honest opinions. We actually, you know what we need to start doing is when we try it, we need to record it, video, and then start recording the videos and posting them. Yeah, we could do that. You know, honest, honest assessments at the moment. Yeah, I just and got if, a a bunch of really nice video equipment. Yeah, well, the so. reason we haven't started the video podcast yet is because we don't have a actual studio. So yeah, we, we, we bounce around, around from Slim's house to my house. Right now, we're in my house, but we're in a dungeon basement, which I'm pretty sure we're catching asbestos and probably well, cancer. And if you know. we uh, if we set up video production in here, it would look like we were in a fucking Taliban beheading video. Jesus Christmas! That's exactly. What this looks like. It ain't that bad. This is a torture chamber. Oh, you just gave me a chill. It's just what it looks like. Ooh. You know? Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> so yesterday, mm-hmm. I was actually going and picking up some video equipment from, from Best Buy. Oh, really? And the, I was watching the gnarliest storm I have ever seen mm. while I was living here on the East Coast. Yeah, we got like three alerts for it. It was a tornado alert, dude. Thunder, lightning. Storm it was alert. legitimately the scariest storm I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a tornado just missed my house by like three miles. Touched down. Yeah, it's just scary, man. The news guy on uh, I think I was watching six ABC, and he was losing his mind while he was. Reporting what was happening. He was looking at the radar. Was he out in the storm? Oh, oh he was in the house. No, no. The studio. He was in the studio, but they he was send freaking the black out. out. <laughs> yeah, well, they got to <laughs> they get on the front line. <laughs> this is Jamal! <laughs> <laughs> this brother is everywhere! <laughs> I can't get my feet down! <laughs> out. Can you outrun the storm, Jamal? Just outrun the storm. <laughs> God damn it, lady! <laughs> this shit blowing up! <laughs> Boom! Jamal! Jamal, are you there? <laughs> Fuck, Abe. Are you through? I don't know. The whole scene just played out of my head. That was ridiculous. Jamal's wearing a blue coat with a short crop haircut. <laughs> and a shirt and tie. 
Did he die? What happened to him? No, he, he no, he made it. Black people we're just resilient. We lived through shit, but he uh he had a hard way to go. Still no promotion. <laughs> I did the storm of 2020 and I gotta deal with this shit. Every day I come to fuck the right. Fuck this place. <laughs> and so he quits uh, now? Uh, jo- Jamal's got a little attitude today. Fuck you, Sydney. You'll be pissed too. With the shit they put me through. I fucking hate this place. I'm going to BET. Like, you know. <laughs> Does BET still exist? Yeah, but you know, it's not really black. What do you mean it's not really black? It's not owned by black people. It isn't? BET has never been owned by black people. It's been owned by white people. I didn't know that. Black people it's just a platform for black people. It's a shucking job. <laughs> Does it exist though? Yeah, it still exists. It's still it's still a channel. It's still a channel, yeah. I haven't had cable in it was really forever. big in the nineties. 2000s, late 90s, early oh, yeah. 2000s. Oh, I remember it. Comic View, what? Yeah. But that's where Jamal went. J- Jamal might be my alter ego. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always go, you, it's your go to name, <laughs> Jamal. No, I mean, weather Jamal. <laughs> might be my. <laughs> Pissed off at work, underappreciated, overlooked Jamal. That's going to be my alter ego. I got to draw a picture of Jamal. Can uh, can you recall what was the comedy show, Def Jams or Oh, Def Jams was hilarious. What? The old from the nineties? Yeah, they re they re they redid them. What was it called? And they made them. It's called Def Jam Comedy. Is that what it was? Yeah. So they redid them and made newer episodes. Mm-hmm. They they weren't as funny as the originals. They're still good though. But the old Def Jams, bro, Russell Simmons, hilarious. Yeah, like, like the, Cedric the Entertainer was on there. Together. Almost um, everybody famous was on there. Who's Chris the guy? Rock, Martin, everybody. Who's the guy that that died? He was in Ocean's Eleven. Bernie Mac. Bernie, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had his own show. Remember that, remember he that had show? Own show? Yeah. That was a funny show. That was a funny show. Yeah. Bernie Mac. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Yeah, he was hilarious. He died of like a heart attack or something, right? I don't yeah, know how he died, but he died too soon. Yeah, he was too pretty soon. young. Yeah. That was hilarious, though. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, like a whole tour, the, the Def Jam comedy tour. Mm-hmm. I think I had a DVD of that. You had it? Yeah. She was hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, good. <laughs> Crossing racial divides. I like it. Bridging the gap. Dude, can we talk about how expensive cars are? Oh, yeah, you're, you're trying to buy a truck. So I, I have to make a trip out of town. And I'm going to be going for about four and a half months where we got to try to figure out how to record remotely. Which but is I need stressing to buy me out. A, yeah, well, we'll get it. I don't know why you're letting it stress you out. You let the smallest shit just, stress you out. I don't want our quality to suffer. It's not going to suffer. I promise you. It's not going to suffer. But I've been trying to find a... They're trying to sell trucks. I'm looking for a Dodge Ram. Right? I need it. They're trying to sell trucks with 110, 111, 120... 140,000 miles for $25,000. $26,000. How the fuck can you do that? 100,000 miles. It's ridiculous. First of all, the prices of these fucking cars are ridiculous. Brand new is like $60,000. I can't afford a $60,000 car. I have a 2004 Mercury Grand Marquis right now. And the only reason I'm buying a truck is because I have to drive... 18 hours to my destination 
or I'm going to be stuck for about four and a half months because I need a reliable vehicle. Not saying my vehicle isn't reliable because she's been very reliable, but it's 140,000 miles on it plus. Um, and it's just old. I don't have any AC. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, it, I take care of it, but I just, you know, I just want something more reliable. If an emergency happens, I can get up and get the fuck out, mm-hmm. you know, and being out of town, I don't want to get broken down on an old country road and got to rely on what you doing Theodore down here. Cletus, you broken down. I bet you broken down. Not mm. to say that they're all, but fuck it. I just don't want that problem, but they're super expensive, man. Everything's super expensive. It's like Dude. the working man can't afford shit anymore. Well, you know how they're making up for that now. You go and try to buy a brand new car. You're like, oh, I can't afford this. $60,000. Oh, yeah. $60, what? Oh, no, no. The salesman says, we got 86 months financing. That 96 months of financing. Dude, I sold cars in 2004. It was unheard of. To go sixty months, dude. It didn't. That was the the start of a five year loan. Yeah, it was now they're doing seven, of. eight year loans, dude. It's crazy. Ridiculous. And your payments like five to seven hundred dollars. Some people are paying nine hundred dollars a month for a fucking car, and I'm not talking to fucking Benz or Cadillac yeah. or Escalade. We're talking about a fucking Ford Explorer, F one fifty, like. You get to the Escalades and the fucking Mercedes, twelve to fifteen hundred dollars a month to buy it. The lease is like nine hundred dollars a month. It's insanity. And then how can you afford that? Well, that's the problem with America. One of the many issues, economic problems that face middle class America is living beyond our means. Those types of loans didn't exist. Just a decade ago. Okay. That is ridiculous. Which means you couldn't afford a $65,000 vehicle on a middle class income. Just couldn't do it. Let's just put this this $30,000, I think, is reasonable yeah, but, for a new car. Right? Yeah. Reasonable. I would say reasonable. Sure. You know, and that's not like top line or anything like that. But the used cars are going for $30,000. Yeah. And a payment for $30,000 at decent interest rate, 3.84% over six over over 60 months, 60, five years, $500. For a used car. For a used car. 60,000 miles on it, you know, whatever. $500 a month, not including another, what, two $300 a month for insurance? It's one of the biggest problems that we have, I'm telling Jesus you. Jesus Christmas. They make it too easy for Americans to live beyond their means. That's crazy. I mean, all the technology and the safety features that are in vehicles right now, I get it. They're expensive to make, but they know at that price range that they didn't extend the terms of these loans. There's nobody would buy these cars. Very few people it. could afford those cars. Ah. Uh- I would like to buy this um, Ford Explorer. Here's my first two children. Here yeah. you go. Thank you. Thank you very That's much. Basically, what you need. Thank you for your car. It's uh, it's intense. It's craziness, man. Wow. So we're getting hosed, American people. Wake up! 
Yeah. Oh, maybe this should be one of our slogans. Wake up. We should get a wake merch up. like that that says wake up. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We're talking about we're, so we're talking about merchandise too. I think about like the shirt, how we got the slogan, ask a black guy the thoughts everybody have, but nobody has the balls to say. Uh probably get a picture of a stick figure with the the clouds coming out of his head, like the little dots, like the thought bubble with all mm-hmm. these little uh let's just letters that makes no sense to just like all formulate like the to give the depiction of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And between his legs, there's a big X mark. Because there's no balls there. Because he's got thoughts. He just ain't got the balls to say it. And, you know, just, just putting that there is like a I'll follow symbol. You. Yeah. I don't know who, who would wear that shirt, though. I figured I mean, it had to be really young. Well, I think. Or just really outspoken. Once we become a little bit more established and our brand is is firmed up, I think you could easily sell that shirt. Mm-hmm. You know? You might be right. It'd be pretty funny. Oh, beautiful boy. What? Spacious guy. Go ahead. Sing it. It's beautiful. On a Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Aren't there songs that reference Saturday mornings? I'm sure. Hmm. I was in the singing mood. All right, let's get into our topics. We foreplayed enough. <laughs> we haven't even talked about a topic yet. Mm, you nice and warmed up now. Ready to go. Oh, All right. Yeah. You want to jump into the big one? Yeah. What is it? Well, I think this is a, a topic that many white people oh, want to hear your thoughts on. Well, since it's important to white people, it, it's I very think important. we should talk about it. You know, <laughs> I think there's a a lot of mystery around it. So, mm-hmm. listener wrote in. Mm-hmm. This is an obvious one. And actually, we received it a long time ago, but we're just now getting to it. Demystifying the N-word. Demystifying there's a lot of the N-word. unwritten rules mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, wait, wait, there's wait. a lot so of when you say, confusion. When you say demystifying, oh, I'll let you finish because I'm going to get that. I think there's just a lot of confusion uh, from a white person's perspective or any other race other than, than a black person mm-hmm. uh, about the N-word. You know, why is it so prolific in the black community? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, rap culture mm-hmm. uses it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear it regularly in your lexicon you know you don't use it all the time but mm-hmm. you say it i do say it. you know um you know why is that okay why has the black community decided to embrace it instead of bury it you know because uh, it well, was a, it was a term used to keep no, it was a term used uh, derogatory. That's not even a word. Like yeah, it's derogatory. Not, that's not the way. I, no, no, not the way I try to. It was say a derogatory it. term used, used to keep for a, with a negative connotation. Sure. Um, used by white people to, to describe black people. Yeah. It was only meant to be offensive, and black people 
being the, the you know creative individuals we are, we take something negative, we turn it positive. Boom, spin it, make it happen. Simple. It's all about the context and the history behind it. Well, is there? Okay, so there's a lot of Good different things going on. Time, get to it. So the difference between ER, mm-hmm. big difference, and an A at yeah. the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. How does the black community utilize it? Properly? The black community use it GA, GA, the A at the end. The white community uses it usually uses the ER, which is a lot of hate behind it. <laughs> right, it comes from a lot of hate. So if you enunciate the actual word, even as a black guy, mm-hmm. yeah, you are you going to catch shit for that? You got them right. Really? You got them right. So if you said that, what, is it a a loss of a black card situation? No, it's not a loss of a black card, but, but uh, you will get addressed by whoever's near. Really? Mm-hmm. That, and that, what would they that say? R is a, such a hard R. It is. <laughs> Even some white people, when they say the A, it's like, yo, you, yo, I can't help you. Like some people, some white people, some white people can get a get a, a pass depending on their squad, but you only get a pass inside the squad. But you can't go outside the squad and try to use it. And then it's like, you can't really use it anyway. I had a guy who keeps asking me, why can't we use it? Why can't white people use it? And I'm like, why do you want to? Yeah, what's the situation where I'm perfect using perfect, that? Perfect example. Like people don't understand why they can't use it. And I'm gonna use somebody else's example that I heard him say. And I want you to participate in this. Go. The N-word. Mm-hmm. You wanna know why you can't say it? Why is that? Say it right now on the mic so the listeners can hear you. I don't want to get chopped up. Because they're going to chop it up and, and isolate it. No, no. Say it. I, I don't know if I want to. You don't know how, if you want to. That hesitation that you feel right now yeah. is because of you understand the negative connotation that is behind that word when it's usually stated by white people. And that is why white people can't say it. So you just answered your own question without even having to formulate words. So when I told you to say it and you thought about actually saying it, you immediately thought about the repercussions that would happen. Well, if particularly in today's environment. Yeah. Right. So explain the thought process when I told you to say it, like what you actually thought about. Okay. So I wanted to say it Mm -hmm. because I want to talk honestly about it Mm -hmm. and I do want to remove the myths and the confusion around it, mm-hmm. because I think that's what this whole platform is about, to talk mm-hmm. intelligently about things without the hate involved and without the emotion, mm-hmm. so that you can honestly address it. Right. But I know if I said it, somebody somewhere is going to edit this. They're going to isolate me just saying that word, and mm-hmm. I'm a racist. And now, Ask a Black Guy's canceled, and we're apologizing, you know, a month no, from now, which I would never shit. apologize. But we never apologize for shit. That's what I see coming down the pipe. But the feeling. That's why I didn't say about it. saying the N word. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Uh, it makes me cringe. Why? Um. Mm. Just put it out there. Don't I'm, unfilter. I'm, no, I mean I'm. I don't. I never really thought about it, so I'm trying to. 
I mean, I don't know. It's just a guttural thing. Is that? Is that? I don't know why. Inherent hatred that's behind that word. Well, I don't want to. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying. Well, that's the reason why white people can't say it because it's it's been historically used to offend and um, belittle in such a derogatory way that even when you try to say it in a cool way, it's like, ah, this shit's so much unpacked hatred behind it when it comes from, normally from white people. So that's why you can't say it. Because it, it always will be there when it comes from white people. It won't be there when it comes from black people because that's not the way we used it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, perfect example. If you have a sword, right? And uh, where you come from, this sword has uh, always been used for, let's say, murder. Every time you, every time anybody in your culture or your civilization seen this sword, it was always used for murder. This was the ceremonial murder sword. It was uh, 16 inches long, gold handle, big ruby in the middle, diamond at the end. This is the ceremonial murder sword. For hundreds of years, every time you see, see this sword or use this sword, this is for murder. You know that. Let's say you go uh, maybe 200, 300 miles away. Another culture. No, you know, not different than your own. Exact same sword. Your ceremonial murder sword. sword. But in their culture, they only use this sword for, uh, let's say, cutting delicate breads, cakes, and fruits. You know, when they see this sword, they know a treat is coming. Oh, this is the basically ceremonial celebration sword of treats. You know what I mean? And that's their culture. That's what they see. So every time your culture sees this sword, the negative history, you're impacted by the, ne the negative history of the sword. But every time culture B sees that sword, they're impacted by the positive history that comes with that sword. The exact same sword, exact same sword, two different meanings, two different classifications in history, but each other would never fully understand the feeling of the other culture's use of it. You know what I mean? Like, I can explain it to you. All right, tie it back into the N-word. So, the N-word. So, black people use the N-word. We don't use nigger. We use nigger. And it's not even that. So, it's like nigger, 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 nigger. It's not nigger. That somebody call you a nigger. That hard R, that shit stands out. And you're like, okay. So when white people used to use the N-word, it was very derogatory. It was very hateful and it was very mean. It was and it was it was meant to hurt, uh, insult, and probably cause uh physical pain afterwards. Like that that's what it was used for. When black people use it, no, nah, that's my nigga. No, he cool. Term of endearment. It's like, oh, he good peoples. Oh, he's he's cool. Like it's a different, completely different term. It's a it's a term of like love and adoration almost. And I don't have to explain it to people why I use it in the way I use it because 
the community in what in which it's used upon or around already have the full understanding and definition and the meaning of it. You know what I mean? Right. So the people who don't know why we use it, it's not meant for you to use. So you don't have to understand it. Just don't use it. Take yourself to confusion. Don't use it. Like I said, there are some circles where some white people get a pass and they get to use it. But that motherfucker has been embedded for 10, 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? And they're like, yo, they got permission. And they, even when they get permission, they still don't even use it. They just got the permission. Like, if it slips, we ain't going to beat your ass. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much it. You know, it's, so it's no demystifying. It's not. It's not mystified. It's just that. Well, to white people, it is. It because, can be because it's, white people are so used to seeing whatever they want and taking it and doing whatever the fuck they want with no repercussions. This got some fuck. Throughout history, white people were. Yeah, but we're talking about people now. I mean, yeah, even people now. They're so used to just. I want it. I get it. I take it. Fuck it. You can't take the N word. You had it. You gave it to us. You gave it to us for a long time. We took it, rebranded, and now we're using it. You can't get it back. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> you can't get it back. It is what it is. I don't think anybody wants it back. To oh, use there's it a lot of people that want it back. In everyday lexicon, you know, that. I mean, language is such a nuanced thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's surrounded by context. Um, you know, it's purpose, it's intent. And I don't know. I mean, does context mm-hmm. affect a hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. I mean, I just want there to be an, a situation. Not that I personally want it. Is there a situation that would exist that would allow a white person to use it in like an educational setting? Um, yeah, teaching if you're teaching people about it, you can use it, right? It's, I mean, it's it's like history. Like I said, you can't glaze but over. But even then, you say that word. If I'm a professor standing in front of a hundred kids and I use that word, it it's still kind of a yeah. Cause that's how the fuck it was meant to be. It ain't no. It's not a nice word. Yeah, and it all depends on how you use it. You you can be a professor, like you know, uh, you know, throughout the course of history, the word nigger was used as a derogatory term. To I could point to my black students right now, and I would stand, and there'd be white people to say, "This nigger isn't allowed into our fucking schools." Do I have to air quote that? No, no, because now you're using it in a historical context and you're not overdoing it and you're not trying to be a smart ass. But you can't be like, as a white professor, yeah, <laughs> Charles tried to walk up to the pencil shop another day. This nigga only got up to show off his shoes. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Right. But yeah, if, you, if you're in an educational setting and you're teaching, yes, it's educate. That's what life is all about education. I can't just teach you the nice shit, about, the comfortable shit about history. That's why race is such a problem because nobody wants to talk about it because right. it makes people uncomfortable. It shouldn't make you uncomfortable. It's not a comfortable subject. But I think that there should be some platform and some context where people do feel safe having those conversations and not it having is. 
when somebody jumped a, down their when throat. When you're having an open conversation about the N-word and you're actually trying to get to the basis of or trying to understand the history behind it and you need to talk to somebody who's been um, abused by it or experienced the hatred that was behind it and you're trying to get a full understanding of it, yeah. But you can't just think you're just going to be safe because you just want to say the word. No, right. it not work that word. Like even when rappers sing say the n-word in songs like you see little white kids nigga 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 yeah yeah what, what, i don't give a fuck if it's in a song don't you say it now around me you better say it and they know because they say it when they in a fucking house they don't say it when they're around other black people because they bleep it the fuck out like the radios do so if you and i were in a car we're listening to a rap song i'd probably slap you and i and i was mouthing the words singing along with you uh, you know what i would give you uh a little leeway like yo Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> I would. So I had, I had, I get white you friends sometimes. Worm, yeah, wormy? I get white friends sometimes. Who I mean, they're cool, but sometimes, especially when they start drinking, like I had one at one of my, at one of my buddies' bachelor's party, and he was cool, one of the coolest white dudes I ever met. We we're drinking. He's like, Ah, Gary, you my nigga. I'm like, What? I'm like, Yo, chill, my man. <laughs> like I got real real with him. You have to because I didn't. I didn't give you that pass and I'm not going to let you call me that because I let you do that. Somebody else hear it. Somebody else try it. Somebody else try it. Now we got a fucking problem. Now I got to fight everybody because now it's going down because now because some people take it a little too fucking far. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm not going to allow that. So when I when it comes up immediately and he was cool, one of my good friends to this day. And he was like, but I, you got to set the fucking standard. Like when they try to use it, like, yo, no, we're not doing that. Like, and I got real serious to the point where they saw it. And it was like, oh, I'm just joking, man. I'm just, uh, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't joke like that. Like, I don't joke like that. I, I cut. And I, you know me, I'm a very outgoing, extroverted, happy-go-lucky, make everybody laugh, make everybody feel comfortable. But in that moment, it, yo, we're not joking. You're getting serious out of me right now. Everything shuts down. I'm going to address this shit right now. We're not going to have this problem going forward. Eye and if we eye. do have this problem going forward, yeah, eye to eye, a foot apart away from each other. And if we do have this problem going forward, you letting me know that you don't give a fuck how I feel about it and you're just going to fucking do it anyway. So then you'll suffer whatever consequences come from that because I made my point and my standings on that very clear. Right. I mean, I recall a time period high school mm-hmm. college where I witnessed white people mm-hmm. calling each other the N-word. Mm-hmm. Like they would go, you know, I don't want to say because I know it's going to get chopped up. But no, they would use it. it with... They can between, chop up whatever. We always have the file. Sure. So they we would, could, and it's perfect because if they, if they chop it up, yeah. You're giving us publicity, right. making people look at it. And then we can go back to the whole context of how we try to educate the listeners and how whoever did it was very malicious sure. and try to spin a false narrative and paint. I, I'll stand by you 100%. You don't have to worry about it. The listeners will stand by you 100%. So don't be afraid of what they can do because we can fix that. Yeah, that's true. So it, there was a time period. I mean, maybe it still happens now with young kids. You know, because young kids really don't understand the implication of it. 
uh, you know, when you're in high school or middle school, you, you listen to rap, you hear the word so much, it may lose a little bit of its meaning. Um, but they would go to each other and mm-hmm. go, my nigga, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, what's going on, my nigga? Like that's, <laughs> but it's just two white dudes. it was a bizarre thing this is white people appropriating right culture and i actually i don't think it was meant to be racist in any way no i don't think like i said it was derogatory dude like i said in the first episode the black american black man is the most copied creature on the face of this earth everything is copied the way we walk the way we talk the way we sing the way we dance the way we dress, everything is copied. It's cool to be black. Everybody wants to be black. Nobody wants to be black. Like they don't. The clothes, the the shoes, the fucking dress clothes, the jewelry, the music, our swag, our talk, our dances. Everything is copied. The music, everything that the black man produces is copied. Because it's cool. We got this. And I'm not saying no other race is cool. Every other race got their own thing that they, you know, that they're known for. But if you ask who's got to be the coolest race (laughs) or or, or who sets the most trends, it's black people for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could disagree with that. It's it's like the music, the dances, the clothes, the alcohol, the whatever. It's... It's it's the culture, yeah. Like the culture sets. Like look at the look at the um like like we said before, women have black women have big asses. Now you got white women going to get ass injections to get big asses like black chicks. But black people should be made fun of because they're fucking big full lips. Now white women are going to go get lip injections to get big full lips. Like everything's being copied. Yeah. Everything is being copied. So I'm not. I'm not. You did know, you know about that though? What did you know about white kids doing that? Have you? Did you ever see that? You ever heard yeah. that? I t- remember I told you the one kid walked up to me while I was at work, with like trying to give me a fist pound, like "What up, dog?" And yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is this little piece of shit?" Let me kick him in his fucking chest. But I get, I get it. It's cool, and it, it's like, oh, this shit looks dope. Like I want to do it. I want to copy it. Mm-hmm. This, the, the, they say the the biggest form of flattery is imitation. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, but does that, does it bother you? What? The N-word? Well, in the context that I just explained. Like, <laughs> that doesn't if bother you me, saw but that, if I saw, if I saw two, I, I would definitely give them a look. Like, you saw two dudes. Yeah, I would, I would address it. I would address it. I would address it. Like how? I say, yo, what you say? Just like that. Yeah. And when I say it, they will give you a look, and that look tells you their intent. Either "oh shit" or "yeah, I fucking said it," and then it's on. Then, then you gotta do what you gotta do from there. I'm not saying get violent, start a fight, right. and all the other shit like that. But you're however right. you decide to handle it is however you decide to handle it. But you it goes one of two ways. At that you gotta point. address it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta address it. Now, what about uh, from a comedic standpoint? <laughs> If a, if a comedy. white guy... You can't get mad at comedy. You can't get mad at comedy. Comedy is comedy. And if it's coming from a place that's not malicious and it's just 
for comedic value, comedy is all limits. Anything should be able to be said in a comedic space because it's, comedy will offend people, but it's not, the purpose is not to offend people. It's like education. You can say the N-word trying to teach a class, the word nigger while I'm trying to teach a class, and you can get offended. But the purpose of this is for education and not to um, offend you. It's like comedy, but you got to be careful. Uh, is it malicious comedy? Is it racist comedy? Just to be like, are you telling nigger jokes? It's like it's to intent. be malicious? Yeah. What is the intent? Is the intent like, um, you know, a white comedian trying to understand the difference or telling the story or trying to bridge a divide? Or is he still trying to use it and be divisive and make it a malicious, negative, racist joke? Mm -hmm. How are you using it? But for the most part, I would have to say comedy. I can't count comedy because it's all the, like comedy is a, it's comedy. Now, if you if you're saying it to your fucking clan buddies to get a well, yeah, a rise out of it, you know what I mean? Then that's different. That's not that's not comedy. That's a that's, specific that's set uh, of jokes intended to hurt a specific yeah. race, right? You know, that's and that's not just black jokes. There's Asian jokes and. Yeah. Jewish jokes and you know, there's all there's a whole set of those that right. were created just to keep that particular race, religion, mm -hmm. ethnicity down. Of course. You know. Well, um and this is just my personal opinion. Now I'm gonna be different on it. Rap artists use the word so prolifically. It's huh? it's so it's such a staple mm -hmm. of that culture and that music. Mm -hmm. Does is it overused? Does it take away from the history of the word at all? I no, because rap is there, rap is just creative expression. Rap is not reality, right? So no, it's like like if it's in a movie, same thing, right? Doesn't take away from it. You don't think you know. You say a word too much, it loses its meaning. You know that. That's almost. No. I'll tell you what, how much it's used. You say that you go downtown. Mm -hmm. There's 50 states in the United States. 52. Sorry. What? F 52. What did you say? How many states? 50. There's 50 states. 50 states. You said, all right, I, I was counting Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rico's not a state. Not a state. And, and what's the territory? Yeah, it's a territory. Yeah, all right. So it's 50 states. That's what I said first, 50 states. Then I thought about Puerto Rico and... Um, <laughs> Guam. And uh, Guam. Well, I want to I use all 52 okay. places. 50 states, 52 places on by the United States. Uh, are we counting the Virgin Islands too? U.S. Virgin Islands? Yeah. USPI? Yeah, you can... Well... I said, well I'm not retarded. I know it's 50 states. I'm just I don't know what you're getting at, so I don't know what you're trying so to do. So what I'm saying, you say if it's overused, I want you to go to every piece of property owned by the United States, say the N-word in front of a group of black people. <laughs> and you let me know after the 52nd time if that word lost its meaning because it was overused or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I want that report. And give me that, give me that report back. And let me know. Round 30 ish. <laughs> it's the meeting. I wouldn't make it back. Got, I'd be dead. 
let's just go check it out. Let's just see it around like the 30th time. That's a lot. It's excessive. Let's see if the meaning kind of like lost. The word lost a little meaning. Like, I want you to check it. The intensity at the first time. Check it at the 30th time. Check it at the 40th time. And finally check it at the very last time. And see if the, the word lost any of the meaning. See if it, the 52nd time took a little sting off. <laughs> when did when did N-I-G-G-A really start being used? Was that in the 60s? Was that civil rights? Was it in the 70s? I think post-civil rights? I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't know. It's, it's a cultural thing and culture-like language. Uh, I mean, it mutates. It evolves. You don't know any history? Like, did your dad use that word? I mean, I'm pretty sure my dad, my dad used to be a street dude back in the day. Yeah, but did, so but I'm pretty sure he probably did. Can you ask him for me next time you talk to him? Ask I'm him curious. Like that. Ask it like that. I'll ask him. <laughs> ask him I'll if ask he him. used that word. Like, my dad used to say a lot. Like, you jive turkey. <laughs> my uncle used to say that too. Jive turkey. My dad used to say, I tell you, my dad don't curse. So he, he used to say, great day in the morning. Was, that was like his you know, euphemism. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah, ask I'm curious. Ask your dad about that. I'm curious as to when that version of the word was entered into everyday lexicon. Hmm. All right, I got, I got another question for you. Uh, do black people ever use the word to insult other black people? Do they ever use that? Yeah. Hard ER. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they do. So you could throw the ER on the end of that word. Mm-hmm. And have it be just as insulting. Absolutely. Now, does it hold a different context? Then, I mean, it has to, right? If it's coming from a black no. dude versus a white dude. No, it, it comes to, it comes as, the only thing different when black people use nigger versus nigger against black people when it comes to white people is that now the person who asks is getting whooped for using the N-word is now black. <laughs> so instead of it being a white person, now that somebody black is getting their ass whooped. Well, if if they're using if the black dude who uses the word to hurl an insult at another black dude, mm-hmm. I mean it could be it could go either way. I mean No, 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 no. No. Once you made up your mind that's the word you're gonna use as an insult, you're ready for whatever action comes behind that. That means you're ready to fight too. And you're trying to provoke. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It could go either way. I'm like, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're ready to fucking go. You're yeah. ready to fucking go. It's full of hate. Like, exactly. I hate you so much that I want to hurt you physically. And once that word is used, that's why all alerts go on. Like, oh, you call me what? Motherfucker, let's go. Because now I got to defend myself. Because now you already brought yourself mentally to that point where you're already on level 10. Now I got to match your intensity because shit's about to get real. Whether you're black or white, I don't fucking give a fuck. It's fucking go time. So that's the ultimate, right? That's just right that's there. It. It's pretty much it. That's like once you use the N-word, once you call somebody a nigger, that means I'm ready to fucking fight you right now. Because hmm. you don't think you're gonna call me the N-word and walk away from it. Hmm. Oh no. No, no, no. That's not the thought that goes in your word. 
mm-hmm. you think of I'm gonna use the most regardless hateful, of race, most hurtful, yeah, most yeah. hurtful words I can fucking use because that's where I'm at. I'm ready to fucking hurt you. Now, I was watching a uh, a YouTube video or I saw it on Twitter, something. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, the Trump rally out in the Midwest. What was it? Oklahoma. That one that was like a big deal during COVID. And you know what I'm talking about? It was like a big rally that they held in Oklahoma. I think it was Oklahoma. Anyhow, there was a black dude there. There was, there was several black people at the rally supporting Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were kind of marching down the street. It wasn't a huge group. And the one guy had a sign, one black dude had a sign supporting Trump. And this other black dude comes up in a car, starts engaging him verbally, mm-hmm. then calls him a house N-word. House N-word. Right? Yeah. But it wasn't, it was a hard, yeah. hard R. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't a hard R, the fact that he put a house in front of it, that, remember I told you that how, changes it. Remember I told you how the, the Willie Lynch syndrome yes. caused yeah. discourse? You yeah. treat the house slaves better than the, than the field slaves, and the house slaves would turn on the field slaves, and they would be more loyal yes. to master, even though master didn't give a fuck about them. You call somebody a house nigga, house nigga, Uncle Tom. Yeah, that's all the same. House nigga, Uncle Tom, exact same thing. Hmm. House nigga, house nigga ass motherfucker, so, Uncle Tom ass motherfucker. Yeah, that's the I, exact same thing. And in the video, people started holding that dude back once he got called. <laughs> yeah, was that dude was go. about to rip that guy out of the car. He was ready to go. Yeah. But I like, I like how it was funny that uh, people started holding him back. But then that one clip with uh, Donald Trump in the golf cart driving, and somebody goes, "White power," and he posts it on his Twitter. It says he didn't hear the white power. You could clearly hear it, and it was up for a couple of days. And the White House made him take it down. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't hear this. I didn't see that. What do you mean? It was a. I don't, oh, dude. I don't watch the news all that much. Oh, I, I like. I try not all to. Trump supporters never hear that part. They never see that shit, dude. I don't watch any. I really don't watch the news that much. I do that on purpose. No, you can't do it on purpose. You gotta be. Mm. It stresses me out, man. It's so negative. Well, I gotta cut that kind of anger and hostility out of my life. Can't be obsessed with it. Yeah, he had the uh, video. He was in the golf cart, and then uh, I'll show it to you after the show. Oh, this Sorry. is it. Here we are. All right, we're watching the video here. Wait, the guy in the front cart? Yeah, po- Trump posted that. <laughs> <laughs> on his on his on his uh on his Twitter page? On his Twitter page. He's oh like, my god. Oh yeah, this is great. So and then I'll, I'll show you more video afterwards. And we'll we'll post it on Instagram. And he's like, oh, I didn't hear it. I just heard uh great Americans being great supporting me. Uh they're clearly saying white power. You hear them to the point where the White House is like, oh shit, we gotta get this down. Like <laughs> But that's that's been Trump. That's what I'm saying. People keep saying Trump's not a racist. Trump has done nothing but support racist people and racist wow. behavior since he's been in fucking office. You can't say that. What do you mean? When it was Charlottesville came up there with their little fucking shit, he said, "Oh, they're great people. They're great people." 
Who They're says? fucking racist as shit. I couldn't understand because you were shouting. Uh, you know, I get fucking yeah, no, amped I, up. But when it, when Charlottesville happened, Trump got on the news media and said, oh, they're great people just stand up for what they believe in. Trump, these are a group of fucking racist and white supremacists telling you that they're racist and white supremacists. And you you just go go with that. Like, that's cool with you. That's why everybody keeps saying, yo, you're a racist. You just support that shit over and over again. But when people kneel for the, you know, national anthem to, to fucking uh, protest uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, or the injustice of black people facing from the police, you call them son of bitches and bastards. When, when, I'm, when I'm trying to bring attention to my people being murdered in the streets and gunned down, when I'm telling you there's racial inequality and injustice, and you're telling me I'm a bastard and a son of a bitch, but you got thousands of white people saying that we're we're white supremacists and we're marching because we're white supremacists, you call them good people? Fuck you! <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, it's crazy. How can I, how can I support I don't know. you? How? I can't. Right. How, how can you? That's why I said there's no... And the whole Republican Party is behind him. So you might not support everything that he stands for, but in your mind, racism is not a deal breaker. Listen. And that's why I said there's no there's no home for the black man in the Republican Party. How can I feel comfortable when this is what the president uh, believes or supports and majority of his base, a lot of his base, believe and support the same thing? Not everybody, but a yeah. lot of them. So how can I feel comfortable there? Yeah, you can't say majority. There's a lot of people. But if it's not a majority, even if I'm not, I'm not saying they, like I said, they 100% agree with everything he says. But to the majority of the base, racism is not a deal breaker. That, that has been shown. Period. You vote for him. You like this. You like this. Yeah, he's racist, but he does all this shit. So it's not a deal breaker. Listen, I can't talk to no, what's going talk. on. Between that dude's ears. Oh, right? I don't think anybody can. I mean, I can't even begin to speculate the thought process that goes through Trump's head sometimes. And what's scary <laughs> about not, that? And this, this hold on. Is, can, I finish, can I finish what I'm thinking? Go. Uh, we've talked about this before. Like, it's happening right now. We have two choices. Right. Okay, we, got, we got Trump. Well, it's not true. We have other choices. You, you could... There's a libertarian choice. Mm -hmm. Joe Jorgensen, female libertarian. Uh, if you don't know about her, check her out. She's got a lot of really great views. Um, if America wanted a female president, and we could vote one in in 2020. But the reality is, it's really a two-party system. And we got Joe Biden, and we got Donald Trump. Okay? Right. Now... I don't know if you've been watching some of Biden's um, most recent broadcast from his basement. Yeah, I see. But he said shit. some pretty racially racially charged shit. Okay, I agree. Now you could, but you got to understand on. too. And and before but you, you got to put that in context, well, no, where he's on. coming from now? Because uh, I was just about to go there. You could say that he said these things because he's declining mentally. I mean, it's very clear that there's something going on 
with his mental capability. It's, it's, it's very clear and it's unfair that the Democratic Party is putting him through this. Um, but with that said, I don't want people to think that Biden is somehow all behind minorities in this country. No, he is not. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't he even, might be. I wouldn't paint that picture. And, and let's take it back to 2016. But he's a lot better than Trump. But not necessarily. I will say that better at not talking about it and avoiding it. Okay. Well, if, I mean, Hillary Clinton whipped out a fucking bottle of hot sauce. Yeah, which I called bullshit I mean, on, which was pandering. If that, it's pandering, and it also goes to show you that I think racist thoughts live in her brain too. She's of just good at hiding it. She's she's more tactful. She has the ability to articulate. But what scares me? Thoughts as I was saying, and dance around that. This is what scares me. Trump is a blatant, flat out. Racist. I don't care what nobody said. He says racist shit. He support race movements. He like he flat out comes out and support almost every racist thing that nationally happened in this country. And that doesn't scare me. I mean, it does. But what scares me the most is that his biggest supporters are police unions. Every police department or police union supports Donald Trump and his racist antics and his racist fucking rants and everything is there. So like I said, when you vote for Trump, you're, you might not inherently say, oh, I'm a racist, but being a racist isn't a deal breaker for you. So I don't understand how police departments could throw their fucking support behind a person who is flat out and openly racist. And then when black people say there's injustice by the fucking police, the news and people look around like, oh, where's the injustice? Like, it, was just, it doesn't it well, doesn't exist. No, can't. no. I can't come up and say, oh, this guy's racist. I don't go fuck. We're recording. I don't go fuck. No, it's they echoing. Can, oh, it's echoing. All right, well, we can edit that out. I can't come up and be like, oh, uh, you know, this guy's racist. Oh, I can support this guy. Because then it's going to be looked at like I support racism, but the police unions throw all their fucking backing and supporting behind the Trump campaign. Yeah, but there is it. no but. No, no, there is. I'll tell you There's why. No, but. No, there is no but. No, I'm going to use. Hold on, I'm going to use your own argument against you here that you've used in the past. Mm-hmm. Money, right? Money drives everything. Money and violence, as you like to put it, mm-hmm. is what drives America forward, mm-hmm. right? Police unions. Mm-hmm. Operate on money. Mm-hmm. You have a choice between Donald Trump right now, mm-hmm. who's going to support you and fund you and support policies in states mm-hmm. and municipalities that will not defund police organizations. Okay. Okay. So I get, you have I get the extreme you're doing that. other side mm-hmm. that are saying they wholeheartedly support. No, no, stop, stop, defunding. stop, 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 no. stop, Come on, stop, stop, because the defunding argument just arose two months ago. Yeah. At, at the most police unions were supporting Trump during his first campaign, his first. So that had nothing to do with defunding. I don't I'm not going to let you use that argument because they were throwing support behind them when he first 
ran for president. Okay. So, so no. So money runs the country. I get that. So you're telling me because you get paid, fuck your integrity. Fuck that the fact that you support no. the fuck. No, let me finish. Fuck your integrity because you get paid by these That's people. That's what I'm saying, but go ahead. But the but the police unions can throw their support behind Republicans because maybe the Republicans fund the union, but fuck your integrity because you're supposed to be there for all the people of the country, any race, but you can throw your support behind a racist individual. And that's who you choose to stand behind the in the public spotlight. And then you, then you wonder why there's so much discourse in the black communities between the black communities and police officers. When you have two choices, though, it doesn't matter. You're not gonna, you're not gonna sit there and allow a candidate to get into office that will ultimately end you. So true, true so, or false? Just, just, just follow my logic. True or false? It's a survivability. No, no, that's it's, not right. I'm not saying it's right so, or wrong. No, no, T- I take, can't go take with fairness that. out of it. No, I can't go with that. I can't go with that because he's a fucking racist. And if you support him, then you don't give a fuck if he's a racist or not. And the scary thing about it is all the police departments fucking support him. It, you're you're drawing too simple it's, of a conclusion. It's, not, no, it's too simple. It has to be too, it has to be a simple conclusion because this is the problem in the country. We keep saying there's inequality and injustice between the black communities and the fucking police departments. The police departments throw their support behind a racist candidate. Yeah, but the alternative could potentially lead. It doesn't matter what the alternative is. No, it it absolutely does. No, no, that's horseshit. The alternative is not going to potentially lead to the disbandment of the fucking police department. That's never going to happen. How do you... That's never going to happen. How do you figure that? That is never going to happen. There's... You're never going to not have a police department. All right. Take Seattle, for instance. It's a municipality. Washington State. Mm -hmm. Just defunded their police by 50%. It's not disbanded. But you cannot correct. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. When they defunded, what money, what programs did they take the money from? Because every, every department has money allocated for certain shit. But hold on. It's not a, I don't know that answer to that. But, that needs, that but needs to on. be, that needs no, to no, no. be, wait, no, let's, let's, that needs to be addressed too. I will, but that needs to be addressed too. Because if they defunded it and 50% of their shit is going to buy equipment like tanks and battering rams and, and SWAT team shit, then all right. Okay. Defunding is still not the answer. I'm not and, saying it is. But, the way you correct, and this is a whole other issue, but policing in America, if you want reform, it's going to require more money, more training, higher standards and hiring. That all requires more money. You will not, not fix the problem. I'm not disagreeing with that. But you cannot throw your support behind a candidate who supports defunding police departments. Here's you the thing. cannot Here's do the that thing. as a police so, agency. So, so you're telling me you rather throw your support behind a person who's a racist and perpetuates racial divide in this country as a police officer, as a police union, you rather support a racist person who clearly doesn't give a fuck 
who who states multiple times racist shit and is caught doing racist shit over and over again. So you'd rather as a police department and the police union put your fucking support behind this racist person, even though everybody in the community that you're already having problems with, the minorities, you don't give a fuck about, obviously, versus going with another candidate because you're afraid he's going to defund you and make you and force you to figure out a way to fix your problems. You said a lot of heavy shit. Right this, this is where I'm at. I don't. I don't. Dude, I don't think people understand. This I don't shit think, gets so pissed off. I am black. I, My problems with police are completely different than white people. Majority of the Republicans are fucking white people. So we're the, the majority, majority of, of Democrats. Police officers in this country. The, yeah, the majority of the police officers in this country are fucking white people. They're putting their support behind a racist white guy to come back and into fucking police. There's minority communities. There's plenty of minority police officers in this country. Yes, there are. But the majority are white. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll take it back right now. I will take it back right now. I will well, walk that back. But black people are a minority. Th- if you're, so if this, you're just going to go. So this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Uh, let me. We're, we're, we're all over I'm the place. To make this, I'm trying to make this as clear as possible. Trump is a racist. His policies are racist. There's a lot of racist shit that he's already been caught saying and doing is important. Yes or no? Uh, no. I cannot so, allow you to convince so, me so, so, to say so that when, an individual so, is racist. So when he posted, so when he posted the video on his Twitter saying white power, I, I but that's not listen, racist. I'm no, not just, saying that. Just, no, I, just, I have right. to get this out. No, no, because now I'm getting no, no. like, and this is where I, I think a lot of st- shit comes down because people get emotional like you are right now. I'm getting frustrated. Take, take your emotion out of it for a second. Okay. Emotion's gone. And just look at a fact pattern. Are All we right. going to look at facts? Okay. We'll, we'll take the, the post that you showed me. You just played on air here. Mm-hmm. You know, he posted the white power thing. Right. I, That's one. It's, it's one example. It's one example but, of many. But of there's many. no it's way. one example of many. I'm just, but we're using this one. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's nothing, and I'm not... Defending Trump, I, I really, I really am not. I think the guy has a serious problem with his ego. I think he's very quick to press post on that Twitter for whatever thoughts coming out of his head. He doesn't do well uh, ad libbing. He, he he just doesn't have get, that mechanism. Get to your point now, hold real on, because I, I need to. So if he posts this, I don't know what's going through his head. Is the guy an inherently racist human being? I can't say that, and I don't think you can either. And I think I putting can. him in and I can point that category I can, is not and fair. I can point the facts. It's, it is fair. And you want, you want his policies, couple, do you want, furthermore, do you want, I don't, I'm going to have to push back and say his policies aren't inherently racist either. I mean, policies don't just get pushed forward listen, by one man. Listen. You don't want to say he's racist? You can you can plant your flag in the argument. I'm going to give you examples no, of him racist. I'm not saying he's not racist. But this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that this I can't is, say that he I'm is. Saying. Or he, is it? You can't. I don't know how you can't. Do. I don't know the guy. He posts a video that says white power on his Twitter for the American people, right? He stands behind Charlottesville, the people in Charlottesville who were white supremacists. He called them good people, right? Kaepernick and everybody who was kneeling because of racial injustice 
This is this is facts. Kaepernick and everybody yeah. who was kneeling because of racial injustice, he mm-hmm. called them son of a bitches and bastards. Right? He got sued for not renting apartments to black people in his building. He got sued and lost. How can you say he's not racist? How can you say I can't say or I can't say he's not a racist? He's a fucking racist. Because you're also taking for the same reason that we just talked earlier about me saying that the word the n-word when, when you're hearing these clips you're, you're no, not these hearing aren't it clips. in context these aren't clips I've, I've, I've watched the Charlottesville no, thing the, I've watched that press conference with the with the Charlottesville mm-hmm. I watched the entire press conference mm-hmm. he he came flat out and supported them like these are good people standing up for what they believe in they're white supremacists he also said in that same press conference that there's bad people on both sides there was bad actors yeah, on both he sides said, he said that he said that, but he said the white supremacists are good people. He did not say white supremacists were good people. Come on. He was talking about no. He didn't no, no, let me let me clear that. He didn't verbatim say the white supremacists are good people. He said the people who were in Charlottesville who were protesting, not the not the uh There was protesters the people and there was counter protesters. Not the counter protesters, the people who came to fucking protest, the actual ones who got the permit were the white supremacists. He said those people were good people. He said he that, said they were good people. He said there was plenty of people there that oh, were good people. Come on, come on. You can't he say, did. dude, not everybody Donald there. Donald Trump is a fucking racist. Not period. everybody there. If you support Donald Trump and the Republicans who support Donald Trump says that racism isn't a deal breaker for them, whether they're racist or not. The police department throw their support behind a racist president and wonder why there's discourse in minority communities between the relationships between black people and fucking police departments. We can't fucking trust the police that police our fucking communities because they show us over and over again the way they mistreat us and who the fuck they support and what the person who they support believes in. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem. So we can argue semantics and we can throw all these colorful little explanations around. The it's fact not, of the matter is, I'm black. I'm afraid of police officers. I'm afraid of white police officers. I'm not I told you before, I'm afraid that I will get murdered by a fucking white police officer. Myself, my father, my son, maybe my nephews, I hate for that to happen. This is the common fear of black people in black communities by police officers who support Donald Trump, these unions, these departments su- support this guy and all he shows us is racist shit over and over and over again. You think we're just pulling shit out of thin air and making it up? No, these no. are the fears of the fucking community. People aren't listening. They want to throw these creative, colorful arguments out of there. That doesn't help me when I got a gun in my fucking face pointed at me by a fucking police officer. A police and I like officer. the police. I like them. But you scared the fuck out of me. A police officer pointing a gun in your face or anybody's face, you linking that directly to no, the president of the United I link, States? I link, That's no, been happening I link, no, way before no, him. no. I link the behavior of the police department over the communities they're supposed to air quote protect and serve to the behavior I link the police, the behavior to the police department. I link the police department to the unions that defend the police officers in that police department. I link the unions to who they support and the president 
And it goes from president, unions, police officers, community. It's a very simplistic way to look at that. It has to be. Because at the end of the day, it's very simple that black people are being treated completely different in their communities by police officers than white people are in their communities. Black people and white people do the exact same things, exact same crimes, and we get treated completely different to the point where some of us are murdered. Some of us get longer jail terms because the way we're being treated in this country, period. It's very simple. It's very simple. It isn't though. I really, it, is. it really is not. If it was simple. So if I could, if, so if let it me was ask that you simple, a question. Hold on. Let me ask let, you a no, question. No, hold on. If it was that simple, then just getting a Democrat in office, Joe Biden, is going to fix everything. Right? That what you're telling me? That's not what I said. That's not what you I know, said at all. If it's no, that simple. No, that's not what I said at all. Then, then that that's is not what, what you're saying. No, that's not what I said at all. I'm saying Trump is a racist. I don't think I've ever said that about any other Republican uh person who probably ran for office in my time. George Bush was around when I was able to vote. Is George Bush a racist? I don't know. But I haven't seen him say or do anything and I can say, this guy is clearly a fucking racist. So no, that is not what I'm saying. Get a Democrat in office. That's, no, that's not what I'm saying. Well then... What I'm saying is, I'm afraid... Then what's the fix? What I'm saying is, I don't know what the fix is. What I'm saying is, the president is clearly a racist. Clearly. I have enough facts to make up my mind that I can I can articulate, articulate that his behavior and his statements and what he supports and what he believes in is enough to say that I, I'm comfortable calling him a racist. Okay. Period. The fact that police unions throw their support behind a person that the majority of the company country deems to be a racist scares the shit out of me. Because the police unions are the ones who defend the police once they do fucked up shit. And if the police know that they're going to be defended by the union for specific behavior, they're going to continue doing whatever they want to do, however they've been doing it. And if we've been having problems in this country for years of racial injustice and racial injustice and how police officers have been policing black and minority communities versus how they police white communities, why would I have any faith in a police officer in my community who is supported by a union that supports a racist president as a black man how can you have how can you expect me to have respect and confidence and feel comfortable with the police who police my community i don't i don't expect that's that. like the fucking jews fucking having a a, a a president that says oh hitler wasn't bad the nazis weren't bad and the fucking police union put their support behind somebody that said that shit. And then the fucking police come in and police the Jewish community. How the fuck you think they gonna feel? They wouldn't put up with that shit at all. My point is that the world and these type of political landscapes are so convoluted and so complicated to, at this point. It's that complicated, even, yes. That even if yes. everything you said is true, Okay, he's a racist. But if we can agree on that, there's still no fix. It's very naive to think. I never said it. I, no, I'm not a thinking. Democrat. I never. I never. I, I just told you that five minutes ago. That wasn't what I was saying. That a Democrat could fix it. I never said that. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I stated 
was Donald Trump is a racist. Police unions support Donald Trump. Republicans support Donald Trump. So if you support Donald Trump, you're saying I might not agree with everything he's what he says and his policy and stuff like that. But him being a racist isn't a deal breaker. And what I said, if you are a police union that can support somebody that is clearly racist and you you represent people who are supposed to have the utmost integrity for their cells and who police a multi-racial community, how can you expect the community to have any trust and comfort in the people who police the community when they're represented by people who support a racist person? That's what I said. I didn't say shit about a Democrat getting in office and fixing that. That's not going to fix that. Yeah, but that's what you're alluding to. I mean, what I'm saying is... No, that's not, no, that's not what I'm alluding to. No, I no. never alluded to that. No, so, I never alluded to that. But, what I'm saying is, you could have put any other Republican in office, and I wouldn't have this argument. I'm not saying vote for Joe Biden because that... No, I'm saying he's clearly a racist. Donald Trump is clearly a racist. His behavior, his speech, the things he stated, the things he support, supports the fact that he's a racist. Whether you want to come out and call him that or not, I don't give a shit. A lot of people in this country know he's a fucking racist, but people still support him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying put a Democrat in office and it fixes the problem. That's that's bullshit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's a racist. Police unions throw their support behind this guy who is looked upon as a racist by the majority of the country. The majority of the country. If I'm a police officer that. and I'm in uniform, I can't come I up like, I numbers. support this candidate. What numbers? How can you say the majority of the country looks at Trump and says he's, a, he's clearly a racist? Sir, you are no longer speaking in the realm of reality. So I think I, this is one of those subjects where we're going to have to just agree to disagree. No, because you, you can't tell me clearly. the majority of the country doesn't think Trump is a racist. I don't have any numbers or you polls are, you have a, to say that you he's a racist. You have your head in the fucking sand. <laughs> no. You have your head in the sand. That's all I can say to you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say beyond that. That's all I got. If, if, that's what you, if, if, that, if, that's, if that was your response just now, I, well, there's nothing else I can say. I, show me a poll. No. Show me something. No. 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 Other than I'll show you. Turn on the TV. Look at it. Go talk to people in the streets. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. See what they say. Go look at what Trump said. White power. Charlottesville. He got sued for not renting his apartments to black people for discriminating against black people. What is that? What is the discri- what is the very definition of discrimination against a person because of their race? That's fucking racism. That's textbook. He got sued and lost. This ain't this ain't something you know, a speculation. You can go look up each and every one of these uh, individual topics and prove them. Not oh, this can be this. This can be misconstrued. No, this is a fact. This is a fact. This is a fact. Go look at facts. All right. Go look at facts. Well, let let's say I agree with you. No, I don't want you to agree. No, no. With me. Let's say I do. Let's say I agree that. <laughs> That he's a racist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I go and vote for him mm-hmm. in November. Mm-hmm. What do you think about me? I think that you, like I said before, being a racist 
Is it a deal breaker for you? Well, if I'm stuck between these two choices. See, so you're saying above all else, mm-hmm. if this guy being a racist, mm-hmm. even if it, I mean, I know your answer here, but even if it would benefit you financially, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying he it will or he will. Let's just play the scenario out. Mm-hmm. You got two choices. You got a senile. They're both senile. Don't fucking spin it. They're both senile. To the point where, to the point, to the point where Fox is now turning on Donald Trump and saying something's wrong with his mental history. They're both senile. <laughs> Not like they're both senile. Joe Biden talk right now. They is, both are senile and they both are terrible seen, at articulating. They're both equal. They're not equal. Oh, sir. Come on. Sir. Did you see the most recent one where he talked about the diversity? No. You can even turn off Fox and watch multiple Fox reporters turn on Donald Trump. I'm not saying that. I'm just. No, you have to. Because I, I can't let you paint a one-sided picture. It's We're not one-sided. Broad spoke. It is very one-sided. And we're going to look at both of them side by side. They're both senile. They're both say crazy shit. They're both are mentally deteriorating. Both of them. Both of them. I can have a sit down and have a conversation with Donald Trump in a very different way that you could with Joe Biden. I've seen dementia. I've watched I've it in my own family. Also. It's happening to him. I've watched it in my own family also. I don't see that pattern in Donald Trump. Now, I don't think it's If you don't see it, then you're not looking for it because you don't want to see it. Now. It's okay. a di- total dude. Okay. Okay. It's like a get to, get to get to where you were saying. I don't even. I can't. You were saying. Remember where I'm going? If with you this. did agree with me, mm-hmm. and Donald Trump was a racist. Yes. Oh, and it was going to benefit you financially, um, secure more jobs, whatever. He is the best candidate out of the two, but he's racist. If you if you can establish that he's racist, okay. You're saying you would still vote for the answer a is unequivocally yes. Because you know Even what that to does? The detriment you know what that does? Yes. Yes. Because you know what that does. America. Because you know what that does. If yeah. I put finances in mm-hmm. front of my physical well-being, I will never live long enough to fucking reap the benefits of the jobs and the money in my community. Because if you are a racist and you support racist things and racist actions, that means I can have as much money as I want. I can be the richest motherfucker in the world. I can have the best job in the world. But to a racist person, I'm still a nigga. And I'm going to get gunned down like any other nigga, whether I was rich or I was fucking poor. So the money, the jobs, the status don't mean shit. Because at the end of the day, to you, a racist person, I'm still a fucking nigger. E-R, nigger. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much money you give me how much status you give me because you can still gun me the fuck down, kill me, my father, my sons, my family, and nothing happens to you because nobody gives a fuck. So money, status, that don't mean nothing. The over, the, over the safety of my community, my family, my friends, my loved ones, I don't give a fuck if I got $2 million. If somebody goes to kill my father tomorrow, I am fucked. That money ain't going to help me. True. This status is not going to help me. 
and then somebody goes, I would kill my son the next week. I'm fucked. Doesn't matter how rich I am. I'm a nigga. I'm just a nigga with money, which means a fucking nigger. There's a joke. There's a there's a fucking famous quote joke. And I think it was in one of the Spike Lee movies, and I can't remember it. It says, what do you call, it's two jokes. It's one like, what do you call a nigger, oh, what do you call a black man with a BMW? A nigger. What do you call a, a black man with three master's degrees? A nigger. It don't fucking matter how many accolades or your social standing or your financial status. If somebody's a racist and they support racist behavior, you're just another nigger. You're a number. You're a number waiting to be a body in the street or a body hanger from a fucking tree. They do not give a fuck. I look at, look at, look at Black Wall Street. They didn't give a fuck. That was a black affluent community. They gunned those motherfuckers down, burned the community, dropped bombs on them. Look at Seneca Village. It was a affluent, thriving black community. There were rich black people. They didn't give a fuck. They bulldozed it down and put Central Park because racist people didn't give a fuck about how much money these rich niggas had. They didn't give a fuck about their social standing. These doctors, these are lawyers, these are business owners. Social status, jobs, money don't fucking matter. If a person is racist, they're going to take care of what the fuck they care about. And you're nothing but another nigga. It doesn't matter how much money you fucking got. Period. So no, that doesn't matter to me. Well, I knew the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like I needed to just clarify it. Now, again, just going back to the situation at hand. Mm -hmm. There's not a fix. I never said it was think, a fix. No, no, I, I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying I don't see mm. a fix here. I don't think Joe Biden's the answer. I don't think anybody he's going to choose as a running partner is an answer. I don't think the Democratic Party. So you is think the Trump answer. is the answer? No, I don't think Trump's the answer. So let's stop saying that because but that's not what I said. It's what I was talking about. It's naive to think that no. the government is going to fix this. Nobody said anything socialism. About, nobody said or, anything about fixing it. I think you're you're taking the conversation into a place where I keep trying to direct you that it's not going. Nobody's talking about anything about a fix. I said what is scary is that Trump is perceived as a racist. The police unions support Trump, who is perceived as a racist. The police unions represent police officers who are perceived as um, not treating minorities and black people fairly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Trump is going to fix it or Joe Biden is going to fix it. I'm saying Trump is perceived as racist. Police unions flat out all support a person who is perceived as racist. Police unions represent police officers, defend them when they mess up. And police officers are being perceived as being, I won't say racist, but they're being perceived as um, not treating minority communities fairly how they do not policing minority communities in the same manner 
that they police white communities and white people. That's the stair step that I'm trying to get you to understand. There's distrust in a black community between black people and police officers. The police officers are supported by police unions. The police unions throw the support behind uh, apparently racist president. So it's racist president. Police unions support the racist president. Police unions defend police officers who are charged in, uh, with allegations of racial injustice against minority communities. Like, I'm trying to establish the I, No, the I know what you're trying to establish. My confusion is, and where I always, and why I end up going back to fixing the issue, is because, flip the script. Let's say the police union backs Biden. It doesn't change anything. It changed the perspective. But do optics really matter? No, and what I'm saying is what matters no, I'm not, is, yes, is yes, outcome. optics matters. Yes, optics matter. Optics matter. More than results? Optics are results. No. Wrong. Smoke and mirrors is a different thing. Listen, man. listen. Optics. So so optics you're telling is very me, superficial. So you're telling me. So you're telling me optics are the beginning of change. So you're telling me I should just say fuck the fact that the president has on multiple occasions proven himself to be racist. The police unions throw their support behind a racist person. The police officers in the United States have proven themselves to uh, I don't know how to say this to operate in a form of racial injustice and you want me to trust them as a black man, I cannot because I see the police officers and there are a lot of good fucking police officers, but there are a lot of bad fucking police officers too. I see they're supported by the unions that support a racist president. I have no faith in that. I I have no faith in that entire structure. There's a lot of good police officers. There are a more, shit ton of good police officers. Way more competent. It doesn't good matter. Police officers. It doesn't matter. They don't have if a I choice. Gave you, if Hold I on. gave you Hold a on. bucket, your your average patrol officer doesn't have a choice to be part of a police union or not. They just automatically are. I get it. I get it. You can't equate a good police officer who signed up for the job to serve and protect his community or her community mm -hmm. and then associate them with a racist union as you're, you're essentially calling unions. No, I never said to use the racist. No, I didn't say that. I said the president was racist. I said the unions throw their support behind a racist person, which tells me racism isn't a deal breaker for a police union. So you're telling me as a police union, racism isn't a deal breaker for you, but you have millions of officers who have to police over multiracial communities. But racism isn't a problem for you. So how can I put my support and trust behind a police officer who's supported by a union who says, oh, racism isn't a deal breaker. We because support I, this racist guy. Because I do think it comes down to the individual in that scenario. It comes down to the officer himself or herself. I don't give a fuck if I'm a police officer 
if I don't agree with what my union's doing, I have no control over that. Like, guess what? It doesn't affect what I do on the street every day. I know plenty of police officers that operate that way. I do too. You have no choice, right? I do too. So I just don't see if it comes down to doing what's best for a department and it, which requires funding to ultimately make the department better and actually tackle Listen, a racist issue. I'm not saying defund or, the police department. I never said that was the answer. But police departments but have been funded for years and have yet to address racial inequality. These these issues aren't new. These have been going. These are the same issues that people have been marching for since the fucking 30s, 40s, 20s. This ain't new. So they've been getting money and money and money, and they didn't give a fuck about it. They done nothing towards it. This isn't specifically a Trump issue. I'm not saying it is. I never said it was a Trump issue. What I said was, I am terrified that police unions back a person who is obviously racist, and they're telling me basically that racism isn't a deal breaker, and they support officers who are being charged with having racial problems right. in the community. That's what I'm trying to say. I know, I know and what you're I don't understand how that's not computing because no. I'm not saying what can be a fix. No, no, it, it, it's computing. I'm just, there's just so much. So we got to end this too soon, but take it back to uh, 1994. Mm-hmm. All right. Bill Clinton's president. Mm-hmm. Right. Do I have that right? Police unions who backed Bill Clinton, uh, we still had the same problems. We did have the same problems. In the 90s. Mm-hmm. You still had mistrust. You did. In police officers. This isn't new. But, but Bill Clinton... Why does it matter? Because Bill Clinton was an openly a racist? racist fucking president. But nor, you just nor still did he said, do or say... No, that's you not still what said I, no. you had mistrust. There is, there is mistrust. But what I'm saying is you have unions that that fucking throw their full support behind an openly racist individual that tells people, I don't understand what you're not understanding. They're telling people, yeah, he might be a racist, but that's not a deal breaker for us. But yet you send your flock of, of fucking police officers in the communities that are having problems, race problems, and you expect the community to trust them when they're having race problems and the people who support them are saying, ah, racism isn't a deal breaker for us. Like, what? No. Yes, there is mistrust. But they didn't openly fucking support a racist. And that's what the police unions are doing now. Donald Trump is a fucking racist. There's enough, there's enough anecdotal, analytical, anecdotal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's enough of it. To make that decision confidently. My point is, and we want it here. Your point is completely different than what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. You're you're it's taking not. the argument and, and changing not it completely. Completely separate issues, though. They are. No. They are. Not. You can't separate the money from the goal, right? I have to. Cause because no, the money is isn't what you is do. killing me. You do. The money is not what's killing me. It's the officers are fucking killing black people. Period. When I go outside, I told you I am legitimately 
terrified of getting pulled over. Terrified. I don't want, I don't want that problem. I don't want to have to interact with police in any fucking way, shape, or form as a black man. I don't. I don't want that problem. I am terrified. And I'm terrified because I see what happens in this country. One wrong move and I'm fucking gone. My dad's gone. My son's gone. My nephews, my cousins, they're gone. Period. And it's, oh, he was threatening. Blah, blah, blah. Same story over and over again. And they're supported by the unions who back them. And the unions support a racist president. How am I supposed to have confidence in that? As a black man, tell a black man how they're supposed to feel in this country knowing that police officers are supported by unions that support a person that is apparently racist. How am I supposed to have confidence in that in this country? I get what you're saying. You don't have to keep saying it ever and ever again. No, because I I think... But I think we're trying... My take on this is, and it's not even a take, I'm trying to get somewhere with it. And you just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. I don't disagree Where with are you why. To get? Where are you trying to get? I'm trying to. I'm trying to come up with some. You're talking. You're talking about it from a solution. fiscally responsible. And that point. is. And I get that. And I can't talk money. I have to talk in blood. I have to talk in lives. I have to talk in lives lost. I have to talk in future lives lost because it might affect you financially. This affects me. No. No. Not me financially. I, I don't mean you. I'm just saying the police department. Department. It, it affects them financially. Yes. It affects me morally to the point where I could be dead. So I can't talk money. I have to talk what is going to stop me from dying tomorrow when I go on my drive down south, eight, 16 hours. I got to figure out how not to get killed by getting pulled over. I drove from California to Pennsylvania three days, four days. I got pulled over four times. First time I got pulled over, going 10 miles over. Black man driving a black truck, out of state place. I know what they were looking for. They were looking for drugs. I got pulled over 10 miles over. Okay, I give you that. Verbal warning. Next state, Oklahoma or whatever. I got pulled over. No, it might have been Texas. I got pulled over twice in Texas. Pulled over for going five miles over. Same thing. Look through the, try to look through the car, interview me, verbal warning. I'm terrified. Pulled over again. Five miles under. This is all on the same trip. You're going too slow. Oh, verbal warning. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just trying to fucking, whatever. Fish Oklahoma. Him. I'm driving, cops in the right lane, everybody's passing the cop, I'm in the left, I see him like, why are they passing this cop? All right, this is a common thing. I pass the cop, he looks right in my face, gets behind me, here we fucking go. I get pulled over, I I shift over to the right, right lane, he shifts over to the right lane behind me, activates his lights, pulls me over. Oh, I pulled you over because you turned your turn signal on, and you pulled over to the right lane without traveling 100 yards first. What? Never heard that so, before. So you pulled me over for being black. <laughs> Ask me to step out of the car for a traffic infraction, get out of my car, go into his police car 
First of all, when he pulled me over, as soon as he pulled me over, where was this? Before this was Oklahoma. Before he even got out of his car, I see the backup car coming, and this is a state trooper. This ain't no fucking local. So you already called backup before he even pulled over because state police officers don't run that close to each other unless you're just that close. And I would have known because I would have saw you. Well, I was driving faster than I wasn't speeding. Going to speed limit. He was behind a fucking truck, tractor trailer. Pulls me over, tells me, get out of the car, get into his police car, sit in his police car while his backup car is behind me. Mm-hmm. What am I getting pulled over for? Now I gotta get out of my fucking car. Now you just elevated the traffic stop. For what? For I put my turn signal on and I got over my lane without driving 100 yards. That's what he told me. And he gave me a written warning. So this is the bullshit. Mind you, 200 white people have passed them doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I get pulled over because I was racially profiled and you had nothing on me. So you gave me a written warning on some bullshit. And I was supposed to have faith in that police officer. I'm already in the middle of Oklahoma. Well, black people, I'm not even comfortable, comfortable at right now. You know, demographics alone. He's supported by a police union. I already, my mind, I know he's pulling, he's racially profiling me. He's supported, his behavior is supported by that union who supports a racially uh, prejudiced or racist president. And I'm supposed to have faith in that police officer and that police, o- police officer's union and that president as a black man? No. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. It's, it's, you say optics, it's the beginning. Whether it's smoke and mirrors or not, it's the very beginning. When you meet a woman, whether you're a piece of shit or not, the first thing you want to do, if you, if you want to court that woman, is you make her feel comfortable. You do things that she can see and feel comfortable. You don't invite her over to a dirty fucking house. You can be a fucking slob, but you clean the house. You light candles. You put air pressure on it. You make it as comfortable as possible. You might be a piece of shit, a dirty piece of shit, a scumbag, but it starts off with the optics and making somebody feel comfortable. They don't even do it. Uh, Listen, I'll give you that. And I think you touched on it a bit where I just don't think... I mean, Trump is just not good at hiding that. And, no. that, and you're right. Maybe he's a racist. Okay. Um, and I think that other politicians are better at hiding it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. You know? That's why I don't think, ultimately, it's been the same for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, let me pose this question to you. I know we got to wrap this up. This is a heavy issue. Like, would you rather know Trump's thoughts, know his intentions? I know his thoughts. I just turned on Twitter. Okay. I see them all. Okay. Or would you rather not know, like, a Biden or a Hillary or... No, I think... And I really think, know, I know what they're I know where you're truly going thinking with it. in their head. I know where you're going. I would not rather... No, but action speaks louder than words like people say all the time. So I know I know I come off as anti-police. I am not anti-police. Please understand 
I love police officers. I think they're great. I don't want to defund the police department, but you have to understand, I am a black man. Even if I was a police officer. We get it. Before I'm a police officer, I'm a black man. I get it. That's it. So I have to speak from the shit that I deal with every day. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what my profession is. If I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm rich, I can be the king of England. Before I'm any of that, I am a black man. With that said, I think we got to end this. This could be our longest show yet. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Nah, I think uh, that was it. We got to get a good <laughs> so outro. That's it? Okay. It's a fiery show. I get so fucking fired up. Oh, uh, yeah. I know people are tired of me yelling and cursing. Yeah. Maybe people turn this one off halfway this through. Be, this would be a nice show <laughs> to uh, have a drink of stateside vodka. <laughs> yeah. Stateside vodka. Drink up! Oh, that could be it. What did you say? Hydrate. You said hydrate. I like it. Hydrate! I like it. Stateside vodka has the same amount of electrolyte makeup that Gatorade does. Mm. So when you're drinking it, you're really hydrating. And it's gluten-free. And it's got minerals in it. So, hydrate responsibly. Mm. Go to statesidebaca.com. Use AABG10 as a promo code to receive 10% off. Pick up or delivery. Boom. And get your drink on. We will see you next time. Drink responsibly, folks. See you.